Welcome back to the I'm Healing Podcast, where we review all healing solutions for the soul. I'm your host and healer, Iris L. Mendez of ILM Healing Solutions. Thanks for tuning in. Let's heal. Welcome back. I'm so excited to be back with you all and providing these episodes of the I'm Healing podcast. You can consider this season two, episode one. Uh, I took a little hiatus, especially during these times, as I helped to essentially amplify my own voice and amplify those voices of, you know, my black and brown, beautiful kings and queens who are fighting the good fight currently. So I hope to be able to provide you with more healing solutions for the soul especially especially for you know my brown and black brothers and sisters so with that said i do have a special guest here today i have marianne andujar and i'm excited uh, that she is with us so marianne thank you and welcome thank you so much i'm really glad to be here I'm glad to have you here. Um, You are just a wealth of lots of knowledge here. And I'm going to hopefully touch on a little bit of everything that you provide. But I know that I'm not going to be able to do all of that. So why don't you go ahead and tell people, you know, who you are, your services, and how they can find you. Thank you so much. Um, So as you said, my name is Marianne Anduhar. I am an artist and a Reiki healer. And I started um, doing this through the mandalas, actually. They kind of led me to the Reiki path because I was healing, um, as we do here. (laughs) And um, yeah, it kind of just took off from there. I started um, incorporating my Reiki into the mandalas and eventually started healing others. And I've just been able to kind of as I've been healing, I've been helping others heal. So it's been it's been a really great experience for me. Awesome. Thank you for sharing that. Um, now, for the beginner, for someone who's never heard of the word mandala, can you just tell us a little bit about what that is or even how you got introduced to mandalas itself? Yes. Um, the word mandala actually means sir. Tibet. Tibet. I don't know how to tip. Tibetan. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I think that's I think that's it. But um, it means circle, and it's basically it's like an exact representation of Earth, of life. Like it's everything. You can literally break down anything in life into a mandala, um, and it just represents you know the multiple layers that we have. It represents our growth as human beings, as part of something bigger than us. It expands just like we do, just like our knowledge does. And what they do, what it what it did for me, um, and you can, you know, um, like if you look up Carl Jung, he did a lot of work um, around this. And I know a lot of people still use mandalas for uh, therapy. It allows you to, like as you're drawing a mandala, it allows you to kind of um, like exercise your demons, if you will. It helps you break down and get to like this place of mental clarity. And I didn't do it knowing that that's what was going to happen. I actually started drawing mandalas because I was coloring them in like you know those little apps where you color yeah the adult coloring um, books and things like that exactly Mm -hmm. 
there was one specific mandala that I spent like a really long time I, I think it was months I spent coloring it and I just got really detailed and after I was done I was like like I felt like I wanted more and I was like you know what I'm gonna try to draw this mandala and I've never drawn I've never considered myself an artist or anything and so I started to draw this mandala and I just kept going and at the time I was in a really dark place like a really really dark place and mm-hmm. somehow them like I started um taking the steps to I was living over by you right like in Cherry Hill and stuff. Mm-hmm. um and I was alone over there and like I said I was in a really dark place and somehow I took the steps to move back home to come back you know get therapy and all of that and then later on it was when I started really actually reading about mandalas and studying them was when I found out that that they are that they help you with all of like that stuff like the mental complexities with depression and all of that. So it was like a really big eye opener for me. Yeah, it was kind of like affirming, I bet. Yeah, I was just like, wow, this explains so much. This is what happened to me. Like <laughs> I would presume for you that you also may have even uh established a little bit more patience with things you know being able to mm-hmm. to intricately draw those things you know I, I love mindfulness and I'm the I see myself the mindful dawn and you know for me I use the mandalas to color them and it helps me represent the rush the rush state that I might be in life is that transpires when I'm coloring them you know so yeah. it helps me to ground myself and come back to center um I was first introduced to mandalas working with patients who had uh eating disorders and the mandalas for them represented the plate a circle of a plate so it's really powerful you know to use mandalas so thank you so much for sharing the knowledge of mandalas now your your actual instagram is is mandala what is it called <laughs> it's uh, it's a long one it's mystical there you go mystical.mandala.mama and you really are that you really you really are that so thank you for sharing that thank you so much now yeah go ahead go ahead no i was just gonna say they're so like the mandalas they're just they're infinite you know like i'm doing right now like a thing where you can you can use mandalas for crystal grids and you can even like draw your own mandala with like specific colors for certain intentions they're we could go on forever about my. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, I'm 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 gonna have to have you back for like crystal gridding and all of that because that's definitely something that I'm sure, you know, the listeners will learn more about. Um, you know, so so you're using crystals in your healing as well for yourself. Yes, okay. I am. And you're also using uh, sound as well, right? For your yeah, sound. the sound healing is something that I've started doing um, this past, yeah, during the summer, just about a month or two ago, I started incorporating that into my Reiki practice. Yeah, I just actually bought my own little first bowl, so I'm excited to learn. <laughs> so yeah, we, we... Nice, yeah, it's so nice to sit with it and just play, play along with like the beats and sounds yeah Yeah. now for reiki how did you come across reiki and and for well before you tell us that can you tell us a little bit about what reiki is for the beginner yes uh so reiki is um life force energy healing um we all have like access to this we just have to be attuned by a reiki master 
which I will be um, hopefully by next year. I was supposed to become a master this year, but COVID kind of messed that up for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but Reiki is energy healing and it comes with a lot of information <laughs> actually. Um, if you know if you're familiar with chakras, that's what basically we work directly with um, aligning the chakras, balancing them, clearing them with, of blockages. Um, and just like the entire body just to um, it helps to align all of the ideas within each chakra you know so I always give the example that if you have like blocked arteries or you had a heart attack obviously then you have blocked arteries and that has to do with your cardiovascular system so what do you have to do you have to get your arteries unblocked by a doctor And then you have to take further steps. Like you have to walk, you have to change your diet, you have to change your habits. And that's what Reiki is. We have an energy system, but we don't learn about that in school, right? We learn about the endocrine system, cardiovascular system, like all the other, you know, Mm -hmm. but the energy system has blockages also. So in Reiki, what we do is we find where those blockages are and we clear them. And then if you're, you know, if you're in the process of like really trans you know you want to see transformation then you're probably working with a healer on a regular basis so you're working together to clear your like solar plexus for example that was a big one for me Um, Mm -hmm. I always like I always say the example too of like myself I wanted to work out for the longest time and I would just say like that was an idea in my mind like you know I would say I lack of motivation lack of self empowerment and stuff like that um so I did work on my solar plexus Mm -hmm. and now I'm working out like daily almost and I just got a like workout certification wow yeah like the fixing thing um, yeah that's awesome yeah and that's you know that's a very small example there's been a lot of healing that I've done my heart and every like you know my throat chakra women especially we have a lot of our um issues are with our throat our throat chakra and our sacral chakra and those two are like directly linked to each other so i always find that very interesting um yeah (laughs) no it's all interesting to me too i've i've been reading on reiki myself i was supposed to do level one and then COVID happened so (laughs) i'm in the same boat but you know for for reiki you know i I'm just going to ask here, what would you say to like the skeptic? You know, what would you say to someone who's trying to get services, you know, trying to figure out other methods to heal and, you know, they come to you and maybe they're, maybe you're providing some distance healing to them and they're skeptic. What would you say to that person? Um, I would honestly just tell them to try it. You know, it's, I find that skeptics um tend to be more skeptic when it comes to like you know talk about angels and like spirits and stuff like that Mm -hmm. but when you kind of get into the breakdown of it like the energy um the flow of energy and like I guess you know kind of get more scientific with it Mm -hmm. then then they kind of are more open to it but I would really just tell them you know just try it you know um I'm really open to working with people that are skeptics and like you know I'll do like a little mini session for them yeah but if you're not open to receiving it I have had people that I like you know they, I could tell that they were really trying but it deep down inside you, I could feel that the energy it was not getting to them like they were blocking they were closed yeah mm-hmm. and and uh you know and that's where you know you have to be 
honest with them at the end and be like, listen, I I tried. <laughs> I did my best. I had to take a few steps back. Right, right. But I would just, you know, I would say keep trying it and like just try to have a more open heart. I know that it's really hard for people to meditate, but that's another thing that really helps is setting intentions even mm-hmm. I tell people sometimes like you know set an intention write it down like what you want to come out of this experience yeah and I'll share my first distant Reiki healing session was actually during the pandemic as you know this podcast is a COVID creation mm-hmm. <laughs> and so um, I was trying to heal my own self from some medical ailments. I was having a burst of cysts in my body and inflammation. Oh, wow. And I went to a distant Reiki healing person. She, you know, had this sale online. And I, she's all the way across the country in California. And I opted into her sale and did the healing session. She had she she had very minimal information about me she only had my instagram handle if that and she really didn't have anything any information about me to for me to have come out of it and having her told me the things that she knew Mm. um you know she could tell me that there was inflammation in certain parts of my body she could tell me you know she had some um information on what's certain types of maybe over-the-counter um over-the-counter vitamins that I should be looking into so it was really really powerful for me and I actually Mm -hmm. took that information and used it alongside my own medical providers and I know on the last previous episode I had talked about like using Ayurveda as well um, as a way to help me guide and heal myself but you know I haven't had any of those bouts in a very long time and I, I have to thank that Reiki that first very first Reiki session that I took because it really helped to guide me to where I am today day so it's truly powerful thing so and even in even in our um so so Marianne and I are part of a group (laughs) and um you know it's just a bunch of like-minded women I I'm so grateful for Marianne for bringing me to these women and allowing me to be a part of this group and exchange energy but you know even in that group we meet for the full moon um, and happy full moon we meet for the new moon and um, just kind of manifest and let go of things and I think that throughout those sessions you also send out a little bit of healing too as well so can you tell me a little bit about you know how that is for you and um, you know as a healer yourself you know are you doing it for yourself and the people that you're around or how how, what's your I guess what's your system (laughs) (laughs) yeah um, that's exactly it you know I when I started doing Reiki, um, it came to me like, I don't even honestly, like I asked for a sign and I was like, you know, I was in therapy still and I felt like there was just still something missing. And I legit, I asked my father, who's um, one, like he's, he passed away when I was younger and I believe he's one of like my spirit guides, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I asked him, like, I was like, I need a sign. Like I need something else. Like, I don't know what it is. And then. I just randomly got this ad for a Google ad for a Reiki weekend at this lady's house. <laughs> like this lady from the Tantra Institute of New York. Um, she was hosting like a women's weekend retreat and she was doing level one Reiki. Wow. And so I went like it was it was it was life changing. Like you said, I I remember when she did the attunement on me. I just I just kept crying the rest of the night. Like just water was just like coming out and it was just 
over a huge release. I had not had peace like that in so long. Wow. And so I kept going back to these, you know, I kept going back to these different circles. Like these women that I met there, one was a sound healer with like voice, like vocal healing and stuff. Like she sings over you with, oh my God, it's amazing. Oh, wow. I would love yeah, to so experience just, that. Yes, for sure. Her name is Alana Bell and I can definitely give you more information on her. She's like an amazing sound healer. Um, and so, yeah, I just kept going to these circles um, and meeting all these people that were holding space for other people to heal hmm. and like I get emotional now just talking about it because it was so monumental in my healing yeah and I don't know one day I was just I just woke up one day and I was like I think I'm gonna do a full moon circle and so I was going through my list I was like I think she'd be interested I was like I think she'd be interested too and like let me you know so I literally I just I asked all these girls that I've known throughout my entire life or, or you know people that I've met around the area and I was like yeah just come to my house it's free and we'll talk about the moon and we'll talk about all these other things and we'll go from there and that was in October of last year wow that's amazing yeah. and it's grown mm -hmm. into such a beautiful thing that's really powerful yeah, it was literally yeah like it was just something that I kept doing once a month in my living room and we would um you know go through the whole ritual and talk and just like I said hold space for each other and it was definitely healing for me because I for the longest time I didn't want to be seen like this right here what we're doing is something that you if you would have asked me last year I would have been like no I, I can't be on anyone's I like I can't be on anyone's podcast <laughs> but it has you know the circle it has really opened up a lot of healing for myself for others like we 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 heal each other through example I think and through offering and being just vulnerable with each other yes community healing is really powerful and I think I shared before this pandemic I was a part of a retreat a heal hun retreat with the local hike and heal group and you know there was an excerpt that I read in my yoga class about community healing from a book called um it's called Pussy Prayers. <laughs> oh my God, I have that book. Oh, I love that book. Yeah. Yeah, that's so crazy. I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> yeah, there's a there's an excerpt in there where she talks about community healing and how we really should be holding space for one another and being able to have these types of talks and conversations. And I think, especially now, it's needed, um, especially for you know the African American community and. And you know you're Dominican, so you identify as Black. So tell me, yes. tell me, you know how, or if you have any recommendations for Black healing, you know, for Black healers. I think that oh my god, that's like the perfect question for me <laughs> because um, I think that the main thing for me that has been healing. First of all, like I have lived a somewhat privileged life. I I do want to say, and I think that 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 has been the, the main takeaway for me is growing up in the household of like you know we're, we're we're just Dominican you know people would say to me like oh you're you're black and I'd be like no I'm Dominican because <laughs> that's what I knew you know mm -hmm. and then growing up going to the high school that I went to which was a very like richy rich kind of you know private school here in Jersey and seeing the, the differences between like how we were treated versus how like other people were treated in our school um, and seeing that, you know, if I conformed, if I followed the rules, then I, would, I wouldn't get in trouble. Mm -hmm. You know, so that was kind of eye-opening for me, especially in a Catholic school where, like, everyone's supposedly accepted. 
Mm. Um, so I just started looking more into the to that, you know, like the differences and how I just get a pass, basically. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so for me, I think that what has been healing for me has been consistently learning about culture and not just, you know, Dominican culture, but like really going back and like having those conversations with people like, you know, about the like the, pa- the people who have ruled in the Dominican Republic in the past, like sick, you know, the sick minded people yeah. that brainwashed everyone into thinking like that blackness was a bad thing and that like if you're Dominican and you're black like you you still are not black somehow like, yeah that, that has always been like crazy to me yeah co- um, colonization has played a huge role in anti-black narratives mm-hmm. that are deeply rooted especially you know not just in America but also on Caribbean on our Caribbean islands yeah it's crazy and you don't like you know if you're not like I said, if you're if you're just like allowing yourself to get that pass and you just keep going, you know, like, oh yeah, we're just happy, fun-loving people that like to party. If that's the only thing that you're focusing on, then yeah, you're not gonna like, you're not gonna see it for what it is, and you're not gonna, you know, be inclined to to learn more and to accept right. that this is your culture, you know, like this is your culture, and there's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. And the re- like, you know, the reason that you keep thinking and asking yourself, like, well, why do they want me to identify as black? It's not necessarily that. It's just that, you know, it is it is what it is. And the, you have to question. You have to ask yourself, like, why do you have a problem being identified as black? Is it because black people in this country are not treated as well as they should be? You know? Yeah, and that's that's the um, you know, in psychology, we look at things like conditioning and and really these things are deep rooted in our psyche and um some of it may even be in the dna you know from being passed Mm -hmm. down if you look at epigenetic epigenetics and things like that so it's really 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 important that you know we all take a step back during this time and really check our privilege you know i'm i'm puerto rican i am very pale and white so i understand (laughs) my white privilege but i also know that you know, my great grandfather was darker skin, was black. My, you know, I had I had relatives before me who were of darker skin that today might not even be accepted by our own people because they're seen as other or less than. And that's yeah. that's what we need to dismantle. You know, we need to dismantle that language, that thought pattern. And unfortunately a lot of people are just not ready to look within themselves and even see that this could be a possibility, you know, that they have mm-hmm. anti-black prejudice within them, that even if they don't identify as being racist. But um, it's, it's definitely something that I think that everybody needs to take a look at. And then for for the black and brown people, you know, take care of your mental health, take care of yourself. You know, healing from trauma is something that's really real and needs to occur. I think in one, one of my previous episodes, we talked about generational trauma and things like that and how that lingers so you know that's a big one yeah mm -hmm. yeah i'm i'm very happy that you are on here sherry you know you know speaking on your behalf as well is there anything else that you want to um want to tell the listeners or maybe some services that you're offering right now that might be of support during these times um yes thank you um i do want to say again back to like you know the whole like 
um, um, racial and like injustice, injustices mm-hmm. um, stuff. And for those that want to learn more, I would say, you know, about their culture. And that's like, because that's just like the perspective that I'm coming from is like, I had to like really dig deep and learn. Um, there are a lot of um, like documentaries out there. Um, there's one called Black in, oh my God, I just had it. In the, I forgot what it's called, but it's like Black in Latin America or something like that. And it's in, it's like in episodes, but you can find it on YouTube. And that was something that was like really eye-opening for me as a Latin person, like a Hispanic person, I should say. Really. I had to, I have to look that up, definitely. Yeah, it's really the first episode is about DR and Haiti and like the border. It's very eye-opening, if you know. Yeah, definitely. I'll definitely check that out. And your, so yeah, your services. What are you? What you got yes. going on, girl? I know you so, got something um, going up. <laughs> I do. Yes, I just launched this um, Mandala Grid uh, like workshop. It's gonna be um, running for a long ass time because <laughs> I'm really excited about it. The energy that we can get from like crystal grids is amazing. Um, so I'm running that. It's like an hour and a half, and um, we talk about mandalas and crystal work and how you know you can use those things to manifest mm-hmm. your intentions, goals, dreams. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm offering that, and you get a free Reiki session and like intuitive reading so that we can go in and really find out what, you know, where the blockages are, what we need to focus on. Um, then we talk about the crystal grids. We get into that and how you can make them, set them up yourself. And it also comes with a, with a custom mandala made by me. So that's awesome. Based on, you know, like, yeah, exactly. So like based on the, whatever chakras we need to work on or, you know, whatever we get out of the, the session, then that mandala will be made with those colors and you can use them to make the grid. You can use them for anything really, like for art, if you want to just hang it up and like have a reminder of your goals and, you know, what you want to manifest. That's pretty dope. I'll definitely have to check that out too. Yeah, and I'm also offering for those that are not, you know, in the area like yourself, um, I'm doing long distance Reiki and also sound healing. I'm actually going to start doing... um, weekly sound bath yes so I'm, I'm gonna make the flyer this week i'm excited for that oh thank you so yeah. much we'll have to check you out mystical.mandala.mama and yes. thank you guys all for tuning in marion thank you for being here um for those of you who are interested in my services check out www.ilmhealingsolutions that's with the U, so don't forget the U. solutions.com and tune in for the next mindful moment and marianne's gonna make a little uh, guest appearance as well so i'm excited for that so stick around and as always happy healing